All right. I took a couple of weeks off, uh, but I'm back. I'm ready to go. I got talk about uh, all the traveling that I've been doing all over the Midwest and all about my appearance on The Tonight Show. This is the We're Having a Good Time podcast. My name's Dusty Slay, and my co-host, Hannah Hogan, is also out on the road. So she's not going to be here with me. Uh, we're just sad. She's been on the road for a long time. I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, but we've both been doing quite a bit of traveling. Uh, so I'm just going to be doing this one solo. I got a lot to talk about. I've been all over the place. I mean, I'll just go ahead and start with uh, with my segment that I like that Hannah makes fun of called the uh, Where We've Been, Where We're Going. Now, Hannah's been all over the place, and I can't vouch for all the places that she's been, but she's been doing a bit of traveling. Next week when she's back, we'll do another podcast, and uh, she'll fill you in on all her travels. But I'm just going to give a rundown. I got back from Montreal on the 28th. And then on the 29th, I did a show in Nashville with John Chris, two shows. And then I went to Huntsville. And uh, on the 1st, I had my own show, Dusty Slay's Grand Old Comedy Show, where I had uh, some great people on there. You know, I had uh, Luke Martyr. I had uh, Joe Denham, uh, who's been on the podcast. Uh, he had a great set. I had Amanda Crawford. Um, and I had uh, – um, oh, gosh, I'm blanking. My mind is um, – He's really been blanking out because oh, and Keith D, Keith Big Daddy D, yeah, I've been, I've been going nonstop. I just flew home yesterday from New York. Uh, I was on about three hours of sleep, then I passed out when I got here, and then I woke up and watched uh, Infinity Wars, uh, Avengers: Infinity Wars, and that was fun. Then I went back to sleep. Oh, actually, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, I had a great time. I thought I'll put this on and fall asleep, but I didn't. I watched the whole thing. All right, so I did my show at August 1st, Dusty Slay's Grand Old Comedy Show in Huntsville, Alabama at Stand Up Live, which is a great club full of great people. I love them all. Uh, I love the people that come there. I love the people that work there. It's very fun. Uh, but then on the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, I got to open for John Lovitz. I've opened for John Lovitz a couple of times in the past, and uh, so now we got to know each other a little bit, so it's pretty fun. Uh, we did several shows together. And um, on the third, uh, actually on the second, I was informed that I would be doing The Tonight Show. So uh, it was very exciting. So the rest of the week, I practiced my set. And then uh, one night we had uh, John Lovitz didn't do The Late Show Friday. So we had a show with a couple of guys I know from Chattanooga, Luke Martyr, uh, DJ Lewis. And then we had Ryan Miller and Patrick Devine on the show. We had a great weird show we were a weird combination of the five of us uh, a lot of different energy level different styles of comedy but it was a good time we had a great time went to lunch you know after went to dinner actually after a couple of the shows with john lovitz and uh christian the manager from stand up live and uh took his uh, john lovitz took his dog jerry into the sushi restaurant with us and uh, we had a great time. Jerry sat in a seat like he was just one of us and uh, until the last night, and then he barked a lot. And I was a little embarrassed that this dog kept barking in the restaurant, but I thought, you know what? We're in Huntsville, Alabama, and I'm with John Lovitz. It's fine, right? And it was fun. Everybody had a good time. So then I came home on the 4th and did a show at Zany's on the 5th. Great time. 
And then I had the sixth off where I, where I rested somewhat. And then I hung out with my wife. And then on the seventh, me and Aaron Weber drove up to Pentwater, Michigan, uh, to do a, a comedy show there, which was great. I love that. I've been there before, had a great time. They got a host named The Boatman. Uh, he's not very good at comedy, but I like him. And I don't think he wants to be good at comedy. He's like a radio guy and he emcees the show. And I just, you know, he just rolls down, has a few beers, gets up, tells whatever he thought of that day, and uh, then brings us up. Uh, Aaron has some funny videos about that. I don't know if he posted those publicly or not, but it's funny. And then we went to Muskegon, Michigan. Now, Pentwater is way up on Lake Michigan. And so we drove all the way up there, and then we came a little bit down to Muskegon uh, to do a comedy at Back Alley Comedy Club. Now, they had never done comedy on Wednesday. It's usually a weekend thing, so they made an exception for me. Uh, and me and Amber, Aaron Weber, we had a great time. Um, was not as heavily as attended as we would have liked, and uh, there were some technical difficulties, but all because it's not the normal night. People are pretty trained to come there on the weekends, but not on a Wednesday. But the people that came, we had a great time. Like the microphone, we couldn't get it to function just right. I know nothing about a soundboard. So we couldn't get the sound just right. And it was very low. Aaron did the whole show without a microphone. I, I don't want to do that. But I just did, I had a weird 55 minutes of comedy. Barely did any of my jokes. It was mainly just off the cuff stuff. And it was very fun. The audience loved it. I gave away some downloads. And uh, I think one or two of the people downloaded the album. So uh, it's always fun when you give away downloads and then whenever they actually download it, I get an email letting me know that someone downloaded it. So if I give out five and only one person downloaded, I'm like, well, what happened to those other four people? This is a lesson. This is why you don't give things away. Sometimes people want you to give things away at show. And it's like, if I give it to you, then you don't appreciate it. You need, um, you need to pay for it. And it's just same for a free comedy show. If you walk into a show and it doesn't cost you anything, you don't appreciate it. But if you got to pay a little money, you're like, well, I'm going to pay attention because I paid money for this. And then we drove, we were going to take a ferry across Lake Michigan, but I, I didn't schedule one out. I guess I just thought that there were ferries just leaving at any time all day across Lake Michigan. And there was only like two. So we missed the ferry. So we had to drive all the way around Lake Michigan, down through Indiana, uh, back up through Chicago, through Milwaukee. Uh, we found a great Italian restaurant right off the interstate. Really good. Really, really filled our stomachs and in the best way at the beginning and then turned to the worst way later. But we got to the Landmark Resort. Now, the Landmark Resort, very popular place during the summer. So popular that they don't give the comedians hotels because they're booked up solid. So me and Aaron went down on this trail. We were trying to find, we were trying to get right next to the lake. So we went hiking down this trail. We did a live video. It was a pretty hot video. And then once we get back up, we're sweaty and we're like, man, we want to shower now. So we went into the hotel lobby and we went into the bathroom near the pool and there was two separate showers. So we got our stuff, just went, we took a couple of towels from the pool, went and showered in there and then went into uh, the landmark uh, resort and uh, there was no host it was the restaurant manager a guy named Prim uh, Asian man named Prim very funny uh, not comedian but he was funny off stage and then he tried he really tried on stage a little bit but uh, it wasn't very good 
Uh, it made me laugh, but not the audience. And then Aaron went up, had a really good set. And then I went up and I had a good set too, but I, you know, it was an older audience and the room was really like fully lit. So I felt like I never, I never really made a connection with the audience. So I just did, you know, 45 minutes of me telling a joke, them going, ha 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 ha, and then me telling a new joke and then they go, ha ha ha. So it moved quick. I mean, I probably did an hour and a half worth of material, but it only took 45 minutes. You know what I mean? And then I drove out to the Goonies Comedy Club in Rochester, Minnesota. Oh, the landmark resort is in a place called Egg Harbor, Wisconsin. And the people told me that the reason it's called Egg Harbor is because one time long ago, there was these two ships out on the water and they started throwing eggs at each other. And now it's called Egg Harbor. And I believe that if that were the story of how my town got named, I'd just make up a new one. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'd be like, this is the first place that anyone ever ate an egg. Or we had the best eggs in the world. Anything. But, yeah, we were just out there wasting eggs. We just had all these eggs. People were hungry in in on Egg Harbor. But we just we just wanted to throw them, waste the eggs. So... So then I drove to Rochester, Minnesota, uh, and did Goonies Comedy Club, uh, which Goonies Comedy Club's great. I always like it. Uh, Friday, we had a really great show. Saturday, the show was almost sold out. I think we had one table open, which is great in my experience, which is great for comedy shows up north in the winter, in the summertime. In the summertime, people are like, we do not want to be inside. We want to be outside somewhere enjoying this four days of warm weather that we have. So... So to get that many people felt good. Um, you know, bachelor bachelorette party was there and came up to me and they were like, we really want you to make fun of the girl, you know? And I'm like, well, that's not what I do. And it's not what I do. And it's not that I don't want to do it. I want to do it. I want to include them. I want them to have a good time, you know, but it's just not what I do. I don't just make fun of women that are about to get married. You know, I can't. And then I'm like, tell me something about her that I could make fun of. And then she just told me things about her family that was all like not things that you can make fun of someone about. You know, she was like, her mom's a dentist. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's a good job. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, and and what do you do? You know, and she was like, oh, she had bad complexion. And I'm like, well, I have bad complexion. Like, what? how am I going to make fun of that? Making fun of people is not what I do. I like to make fun of situations. Um, so I didn't make fun of them, but they still enjoyed the show. And uh, I sold some wolf t-shirts. So it was a good time. So that was the 10th and the 11th. So this is the first 11 days of August that I've already gone through. And then I drove home on the 12th from Rochester, Minnesota, which is a 12-hour drive. Ends up being 13 with stops. So I get home. I have time to do a few things around the house. And then um, I have to wake up at 4.30. And my wife's gone, so I drive myself to the airport, check engine light on the car. Check engine light's still on out there. I got 310,000 miles. I need to get it checked out, but I got a trip to Ohio today. I don't have the time. I'm just hoping it doesn't break down. If it does, uh, my show's not till Saturday, so it'll be fine. So I wake up on the 13th at 4 a.m., drive to the airport, park my car, walk in, get on a plane, fly to New York. I'm thinking the whole time. I'm wondering how I'm going to navigate myself because I'm going to stay on Monday with my friend Evan Burke in Brooklyn. And I'm wondering how am I going to get 
to Brooklyn because I had scheduled some meetings. I had a meeting with True TV because I'm very famous now, uh, very famous and uh, very rich, very famous. And uh, so when I land, I get a text that says, your driver is waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, man, that's what I'm talking about. So I get out and I'm wondering, how am I going to find the driver in the airport? So I walk down to baggage claim. There he is with a sign with my name on it. And he just takes my bag and carries it for me. And I'm like, oh, I could get used to this. And then he drives. He says, where are we going? And I was like, wow. So he drove me to my hotel that I'll be in on Tuesday. I checked my bags in there. And then I kind of rolled around and I went down to True TV, met with them. They were great people, hung out. You know, it's fun to just... It's fun to just be drove around New York City and to go into these places. And then and then I hopped on a subway and rolled out to Brooklyn and met my friend uh, Evan. And we went to a comedy show. And Derek Comfrey was on the comedy show, too. We went to a show in Brooklyn. Um, and it was great. It was pretty typical uh, New York uh, bar show. There was you know about 15 people in the audience. Actually, from the shows that I've done in a lot of those places, that, that was a great audience. I mean, there's some. I mean, I did the Knitting Factory and Comedians You Should Know. Uh, with David Drake and Kenny DeForest, and those shows were great. Uh, but this show I had a lot of fun on. I got to run my set, and then the next day, also it was great to see Derek and Evan. I spent the night with Evan, and uh, got some good rest. I needed rest. I walked around so much. I mean, in New York, they walk like like it's like it's just like it's their job to walk. I mean, what I typically what I do is I walk out of my apartment as far as it is that I have to get into my car. Sometimes if the parking places are taken right near my apartment, I get upset. And there and people in New York are like, "Oh, the subway's only a mile away." I'm like, "A mile? We should get a cab to the subway." So, I walked a lot and I was very tired. And uh on the 14th, uh I get to go and check into my hotel and immediately take a nap. And then um the booker for The Tonight Show uh, comes. I don't know if he wants me to mention him by name, but uh, he comes and picks me up. He's a great dude, and I hate to not mention his name, but I don't know if he wants me to, so I'm not going to. But he comes, and he picks me up, and he drives me to the New York Comedy Club. Now, I've done the New York Comedy Club a couple of times. I did an open mic there years ago, and I did uh, Just for Laughs audition there last year. And uh, I never, I've never done really well there. And I had a great set this time, and I felt good. And then... We get into another cab. We drive out to um, the new New York Comedy Club, which is very fancy. And I saw comedians I know. It's always fun to walk into a, a club in New York and see all these comedians that you know, like Todd Berry. I was like, oh, that's great. Casey Aurora, who did my show earlier this year. Some people that I met at JFL. It's awesome. And then we go to Gotham Comedy Club, and uh, where I auditioned for Last Comic Standing in 2014 for about five people, one of those being Wanda Sykes uh, at about noon in the daytime. And I guess you can't have noon at night, but you get it. And I had a great set there. Very fun. I uh, saw my uh, buddy DC Benny and uh, and a guy Sal from the Impractical Jokers. I'm name dropping a lot, but I'm not name dropping to say that I'm cool. I'm name dropping because uh, this is all very exciting for me. I had a great trip. So I'm just I'm just trying to, uh, you know, show what it is. I'm not, you know, so I'm not trying to be like, let me tell you something. I'm just saying I had a great time. Then after that, we get in a cab. We drive to the Comedy Cellar. 
Now, everybody knows a comedy seller, and that's – I mean, if I were to just go to New York and just do the comedy seller, to me that would be exciting enough. But the comedy seller this time got to be the pre-show for The Tonight Show for me. I did – I got to do five minutes on the comedy seller stage, and it was awesome. I had a great time in there, and and the table that everyone talks about, the comedy seller table – I knew three of the comics that were sitting there from working the road. I worked with uh, Rich Voss, uh, Ryan Hamilton, and Chris Stefano, and they were all hanging out there. And I met uh, Dan Soder. I met, um, um, well, I met some other people, um, but it was a great time. And then you know, uh, my friends came. My friend uh, Lucy from Zanies came, and uh, Evan and Derek showed up, and we had a great time. I mean, I had a great set. And then the next day, the 15th, is The Tonight Show. Now, waking up on the 15th, I felt great. I felt great all day. And then I got to The Tonight Show, still felt great. They picked me up. I was about, I was staying about two blocks from The Tonight Show, but they picked me up. And I think it's, I love the idea that they picked me up because there's, I don't want to walk to the Tonight Show, walk to the NBC building, go in and being like, hey, guys, uh, yeah, I'm on this show. Pretty sure I'm on the show tonight. And uh, so it's nice to walk in with someone. And they took me up and I got to walk out onto the set before, you know, before anyone was in there. And I got to run my set on the stage uh, before anyone showed up just for the camera crew, which is maybe the most nerve wracking thing that you can do to do the jokes that you're about to do on national TV in front of about 10 people that see this sort of stuff all the time. And um, uh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, And then, you know, I'm just hanging out backstage. I mean, I'm just hanging out in the back of the NBC studios, just watching all the different people walk by, all the different acts, all the different, like the props guys, the security guys, the Janet Jackson walked by me, uh, Michael Che, Colin Jost, uh, all very exciting stuff. My friend Evan and Lucy were backstage with me. Uh, my friend Derek and Tyler and uh, Danielle were out, out in the out in the seats, ready to watch, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole show went, and I was like the last act. And uh, as it got closer, the nerves really started to build. I'm going to be honest. The nerves started to build. I still feel like my nervous system is destroyed. Uh, but uh, I got out there, and the moment I walked out on that stage, that audience was hot. I mean, the roots are to my left. Jim, oh, 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 Jimmy Fallon came back into the green room and talked to me before the show, and he was very nice. But Jimmy Fallon really has a presence that I wasn't expecting. I mean, I've seen him on TV for years, and I wasn't expecting it. He was much bigger man than I thought he was. I felt like a very small man next to Jimmy Fallon, and uh, just his presence. And but he was so nice. He told me a great story about him at JFL uh, years ago and how he got his start with JFL, and he was so nice. And then, so then, all right, so then here we go. Then I walk out onto the stage. The roots are to my left, Jimmy Fallon to my right. And I just got focused, you know, my, my, I just got into the zone. And um, 
I don't know how to describe it. I mean, all the nerves seem like they turn to adrenaline. But for me, adrenaline is is my my thing is to be slow and to talk slow and to deliver my jokes. But it just got me hyper focused. And, uh, you know, I prayed more probably backstage than I have in a long time. But <laughs> I, I wanted, uh, you know, I just wanted it to go well. And uh, and it did. And I feel great about it. And I've gotten a lot of a lot of response on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text messages, Facebook messages, and I appreciate all of it. I just want to say thank you to everyone. I mean, to to everyone. I mean, you know, to to the booker of the Tonight Show, to to um, uh, Jimmy Fallon, to everyone and the whole thing, but also just to all my friends and family that have sent me nice messages. And I mean, what's fun about a lot of this is just uh, knowing that people are happy for me. You know, because I'm very happy. This is exciting. This is the type of thing that I've wanted to do for a long time. And uh, so it just means a lot to me that people are reaching out to me and, and, and saying nice things. I mean, people I haven't heard from in a long time are, are, are messaging me things. One person told me that my Fallon set changed his life, and uh, I didn't know how to react to that one. But uh, I still don't know how to react to that. But it's a fun text. And uh, I appreciate it. And uh, but yeah, a lot of people have said some really nice things, and uh, it's great. It's all great. So uh, I don't know if that answers questions, but feel free to message me if you're a friend of mine on Facebook or have a text or uh, my email. As always, is dusty.slay at gmail.com. It's on my website. And if I haven't responded or answered you, I apologize. I honestly uh, have gotten more messages than I ever have in my life. So it's uh, overwhelming, and I, I mean, I've been yesterday, you know, while in bed in between naps, I mean, I spent just time just staring at my phone, just trying to, just trying to respond because uh, it's very, very exciting. So um, I think that's it. I mean, I think that's it for the Tonight Show stuff. I mean, that's my road. That's up until the 15th, and here we are. It's, what is it today? I don't even know. The 17th? It is the 17th. I'm going to drive to Mansfield, Ohio today, right outside of Cleveland, and I have a theater show tonight. Um, I, I put it in on my on my website. The date is on there. In Mansfield, Ohio, I think it's the Mansfield Theater. I should have looked that up, but I'm just a bit unorganized right now. But I'll be there on the 18th. That's tomorrow night, Mansfield, Ohio. Nice theater. They're putting me up tonight and then and then tomorrow night too. So it's very nice. I get to drive up today, but then I just get to sleep. And do my show tomorrow. And uh, next week, I'm going to be at, I think I'm going to do a thing at Zany's. Uh, Jared Freed is, uh, I met him at the cellar, and he is going to be doing a podcast, live podcast at Zany's on the 22nd. And I believe I'm going to do that with him. So if you're, if you're in Nashville and want to come, uh, August 22nd, I'll be doing that. But I don't know if it'll be stand-up. I don't know what I'll really be doing. So... I wouldn't come expecting, you know, me to do a stand-up set, but it still should be fun. August, October 17th is my next Grand Ole Comedy show at Zany's. Something may pop up sooner than that. Uh, probably will do a show with Kathleen Madigan very soon. That date, that date is August, let's see. Um, oh, sorry, I'm getting text. That is August 28th. I'll be doing that with Kathleen Madigan. and uh, But the 24th through the 26th, I'll be at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga. 
So that's going to be very fun. Uh, I have a great time at the Comedy Catch, and I'm hoping that people come. I hope that tonight. I mean, last time we had really packed out shows, and uh, but this time I've now I've now done the Tonight Show. So hopefully, hopefully people come. Um. So I mean, I've been getting a lot of stuff. People are really. Uh, People have really been reaching out to me, saying nice things. Uh, Hannah, actually, is going to be in Charleston, South Carolina tonight. Um, um, she's going to be there tonight at Sportsbook in West Ashley, I believe. So if you if you listen to this and you're from Charleston, uh, go see her. She's there with some of her friends. Uh, but they're going to be doing a show tonight. And uh, Hannah, my wife, is very funny. I mean, go give her some support. She's been on the road for a long time. They've done like a... Uh, almost three weeks at this point, and just I mean they they haven't been like on the road every day, but you know they've been they've been gone from the house. Like they they did Nashville for a few days, and then they went to Memphis, and then they've been in um, Atlanta for a while. They did Athens, and now they're headed to Charleston. So go show them some love at the sports book. And okay, so. Uh, what else is there to talk about? I mean, there's news. I mean, Alex Jones got banned from YouTube and everything, and so that must mean that he is not Bill Hicks, so maybe that wraps that up. I can't see Facebook banning the Bill Hicks. Uh, oh, here's some movies that I watched recently. I just watched – I don't know if I talked about this on our last podcast that we did, but I wrote it down to talk about it, and then I never got to it. But the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, so great. Uh, this movie, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's just Rodney Dangerfield being Rodney Dangerfield. He's a rich dude and his son, uh, wants to go back, wants, is, is not doing well in college. He's not making friends. He's not, you know, making the swim team, the diving team. And Rodney Dangerfield just got divorced and decided that he is going to go back to school and be his son's buddy. And it's very funny. We've also been watching the TV show, the Beverly Hillbillies on Amazon. And I don't know if you ever watch that but it's a very old show i watched reruns of it as a kid but i didn't understand how really genius it was i mean i just watched a few episodes and i loved it so it's worth it at least three or four episodes um and um man i thought i had uh so much more to talk about but i gave i feel like i gave a real rundown on what's going on um Yesterday, I was on an airplane back from New York, and it was a tiny plane, and I had two groups from New York, one bachelorette party, one bachelor party. They didn't know each other, and they were drinking and talking and having a good time. Like, this would have been great for me had I still been drinking, because I probably would have partied with them, And uh, but I, I wasn't, and I was on two hours sleep. I was very tired. I will say in New York, I do love New York. I like going there. I think it's very fun. Um, I don't know how I would live there. I would have to have so much money. I just, I drive everywhere I go. I feel like I need to tip well just to, you know, just to, you know, I like tipping well, but everything's so expensive. Like in New York, this hotel that I was staying at, I would get up and there were no restaurants really right around me. And I would go get a coffee. Oh, the, the day that I left, I got a bottled water and a candy bar. For $7. And I'm like, yep, of course, that's New York. And I'm always worried that I'm going to get pickpocketed in New York, so I won't keep my wallet in my back pocket. 
So, but I don't like my wallet in my front pocket. So when I'm in New York, I just don't carry a wallet. I take my ID, my credit card, and some money and carry it in my front pocket. The thing I look forward to the most when I get home from New York is being able to put my wallet back in my pocket so that every time I touch my back pocket, I don't have a minor heart attack. Because I have I have a system with my pants. I have my phone in my left front pocket, my front right pocket, my keys, and my pocket knife. And my back left pocket is my wallet. My back right pocket, that's a miscellaneous pocket. Sometimes there's a notebook back there. Sometimes, you know, who knows? Sometimes I got some headphones back there. Sometimes it's my hand in there. Because me and Aaron Weber listened to Alanis Morissette CD. He bought us some CDs at Goodwill. And we listened to that because I got one hand in my pocket. You remember that? And uh, that's a good time. But um, so, you know, when I'm walking, I touch these pockets. And as I'm touching them, I go, okay, I got everything. It's like a checklist for me. So when I fly, I can't take my knife. And then I don't need my keys if I'm flying. So I got nothing in my pockets. It feels free, but it feels reckless. It's like, oh, I don't have any of my my security things. What will I do? If, uh, you know, because I always think that if I'm about to get robbed, I can pull out this small pocket knife that I have and unfold it and defend myself. But it gives me just a level of security. And the, um, but everything is so expensive. I mean, I just tipped like a rich man and uh, it feels good because, you know, people are working hard up there. And, but it was nice to get drivers to ride in taxis. it's fun to flag a taxi down, you know. All the time that I've been to New York, I don't know that I've ever flagged a taxi. That's pretty empowering, to be honest with you. I don't want to Uber when I'm in New York. You know, you stand on the street corner and you're like, "Oh, I gotta. I could either walk twenty blocks or I could just throw up the wave that I love doing anyway. Just throw up the wave, and a car pulls over and picks me up, and you know, Uber in Nashville, I Ubered not too long ago, or I, I took a lift. I never Uber. I always lift, but I feel like Uber is easier to say. Because Uber is not something that you use in language otherwise, you know, but Lyft, like I, I'm like, I got a Lyft. And it just seems like someone just came and picked you up, not the company. But I got a Lyft the other day, and this, it was her, this, this lady, it was her very first Lyft that she had ever done. I was her first customer. And when we got to my house, I got out and then she got out and came around the car and shook my hand and told me to have a great day. And I was like, wow, that will not last long, but I appreciate it. I mean, I felt like this lady was like, I like this and I'm trying to get them stars. And but getting in the car, getting in the Uber, I rode with in an Uber with Evan uh, on the first day I was there. And we got in, and the guy didn't want to talk to us. We didn't want to talk to him. I mean, I want to talk to everyone, let's be honest. But uh, we just got in there and drove. And I thought, wow, this is very interesting, the difference in an Uber in New York versus Nashville. But I really just wanted – you know, I'm not totally prepared, but I just – I wanted to keep this – the podcast going. I didn't sit down and prepare out things I wanted to say, and I just wanted to keep it going, and I wanted to give people some updates on what I got going on and why I've not done a podcast in a couple of weeks. It's not because I've not wanted to. It's just basically because I've not been home, 
and I've been traveling all over the place. But if if you don't, if you haven't watched, I mean, go on YouTube and type in uh, Dusty Slay, and my new Tonight Show video comes up, and I'm very proud of it. I worked really hard on the set, and it turned out exactly the way I wanted it to turn out. Uh, actually, my last joke. I read. I always read the YouTube comments. There's a couple of couple of them on there, but most of them are positive. A couple of negative ones, but most of them are positive. But one guy said I didn't get the last joke. And what I say in that joke is, I say, you know, if you want, I'll buy these three, and then I'll take off this hat. And then, and then that's where I ended because I got a big laugh. But because you want to go out on a big laugh on national TV, so I was like. I'm going to end it there. That laugh was big. I'm going to end it there. But what I would normally say was then I'll take off this hat and I'll buy these other three. And then I say, and that worked. I say, she didn't know how that second guy got there, but she sold him some DVDs. So that's how that joke would play out uh, when I'm doing it at a regular show. But I wanted to make sure I went out big. So, So that's what I did. And... I mean, the only thing that I've been doing lately is traveling and doing comedy. I mean, last week was nonstop driving, and next week I'm going to get a little downtime, but it's been nonstop driving, but I'm having such a great time. I mean, it's all great opportunities. August has been a, well, the end of July and and all of August has just been uh, very busy, so... But I, I think I've been coughing and clearing my throat into the microphone. Sorry about that. I'm probably not going to do any editing to this. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get this out. There may be, well, I don't know. I may do some stuff. I've been, but I could go back to sleep. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. And uh, well, I thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next week, uh, me and Hannah both will be back here. We'll give a regular full podcast. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, I just want you to know I'm out here having a good time. I hope you're having a good time. Let's connect. All right. We're having a good time.